This episode is sponsored by Cruise Planners, aka Dell's travel company. If you need to take a trip anywhere, whether it's in the country or out of the country, then Dell's travel company is for you. I myself used this service on my honeymoon, but it got me from Philadelphia to Manchester to Liverpool to London to Paris, all places I had no idea what to do when I was there. And I just followed my itinerary and I was all set. So if you want to find out more about this company, stay tuned to the middle of the episode to find out how to join his mailing list. Welcome back to Innovators. This is episode 231. Today's is going to be a fun, a fun one. We have two people that have been on in a capacity, but never a full episode. So I would like to introduce, they're in the co-host rotation now. I would like to introduce Chuck and Julia. So Chuck, Julia, how are you guys feeling? Hey, David. Yeah. yeah. It's uh wait, wait, no, Chuck, you were on a Walking Dead episode a while ago. Yep, exactly. Yep. I okay. Was. So yep. never mind. Yep. But Julia's yeah, right. first time. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So I'm fresh off vacation. Just got back from staying at my mom's place. It was awesome in Wildwood. So I, I had a had some time to watch some some crappy TV, some crappy movies, and uh, actually stumbled upon a few hidden gems that I probably would have never found if I wasn't off. So I'm gonna get to that and my what's new. But uh, to to have a little bit of housekeeping, I'll keep it short this week. Uh, just remind you guys, Invader Sports is up and running. We now have soccer. The first football episode got sent to me. I'm going to edit that. We have baseball from Sam Peebles of Brave Dugout Pod. He's great. That guy's really smart. Uh, he's going to do like probably once or probably like one or two more before the before the World Series winner is uh, is given because, you know, he has his own thing where he worries about the, the Braves and solely the Braves. But he's really smart. And uh, yeah, that's up on Invader Sports. And then, of course, we have the hockey show. So yeah, just search Invader Sports uh, anywhere you get podcasts and give that a shot if you want to listen to our sports takes. It's different hosts every show. So uh, I think it's really cool. Like every sport, you'll get a different person's opinion on that sport. Uh, I do soccer and uh, yeah, check it out. So outside of that, let's, uh, let's just jump right into the fun this week, shall we? So in our what's new segment, Chuck, how about you lead things off? I mean, well, I don't have anything new, but what I've been watching, I mean, that's yeah. what we're doing, right? What? Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, um, Chapel Wait. Any of you guys see Chapel Wait? Uh, or do you know what Chapel Wait is? No, no what is that? All right. So, Chapel Wait is one of Stephen King's books. Oh. So, it's, it's a book that, uh, all right. Okay. First, it was free on epics and i don't have epics but for oh, some shit. reason i could i could get epics so i got the first four or five episodes and now i'm addicted but i don't want to pay for epics <laughs> right now oh, I, got shit. Too many, I got too many you know too many uh you know, services yeah that's I'm, the I'm problem yeah streets. exactly mm -hmm. so but it, it stars um man what's his name the guy with the big nose um 
Oh man. He, uh, the guy I, with the big nose. I'm so I'm bad. With, gonna... Yeah, I'm so bad <laughs> with names, but but um, Adrian. Adrian, Adrian Brody. Oh, Brody. Yeah. Yep. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Yep. Exactly. So it stars him, and of course he's a great actor. I love. Oh, yeah. I love his acting. So, but it stars him, and it's about basically Salem's Lot before Salem's Lot. So, do you guys know Salem's Lot? I about do. The vampires, yeah. Stink, Stephen yeah. King's book about Salem's Lot. So it's before Salem's Lot happens. Oh, so, so it's like the same universe. Stephen King's universe. All right, so I, I didn't want to go on, but because uh-huh. of your recommendation about um about listening to uh, audiobooks. Okay. I got you know I got all the Stephen Stephen King books. Yeah. I got all the Stephen King books. I I try to read them, but I don't have enough time. So on your recommendation about audiobooks, when you told me to listen to um, um, was it uh, Ready Player One? Okay, that's a great listen. So yeah, so I, I'm I listened to that. Actually, I listened to Stephen King first, and then I finally started listening to Ready Player One. Now I'm on okay. Ready Player Two right now to this day. But anyway, yeah. So I started listening to that. So I started downloading Stephen King books, and I listened to the first the first book about all of it, you know all of his books so when you say is it like tied in together yeah, yeah right connected it is connected okay. when you listen to stephen king's books you'll hear things about other books that you heard or read and you hear little things that you're like wait a minute that's that book that's, that's that so book. cool yeah but the thing is you don't know which book was was written first because the way he ties it in all together you're like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Did he write Cujo first or did he write Christine first? Because mm-hmm. he'll talk about Cujo and Christine and then Christine and Cujo. You know what I mean? So yeah. Brilliant, brilliant writer. So but anyway, that's the, yeah, the one thing I, I don't I don't know how he does it, dude. He comes out with like a exactly. Bible every year. It's crazy. Right. I always said, what if it came out that he had a, a ghostwriter down the line? Like someone figured right. it Could out. Could you imagine? <laughs> It would be crazy, but uh, right. okay. Well, he was, no, well, guys, sorry. Uh, so my next is so my next was uh, the Godfather of Harlem. You hear about that one? I did. Also I haven't epic. seen it though. I haven't seen yeah. it. So you went on it's an on epic binge? Yeah, I know. Well, only because it was free, and I was like, "Oh, wait, did I get epics for free? All right, let me, let me look." Yeah. Well, this is Forrest Whitaker, and um, he's the main star in it, but they take it to the point where it's like. Well, he was a real, real person. The Godfather of Harlem was a real person. It was um, Bumpy Johnson was his name. So he did numbers, he did drugs, he did all that stuff. And he worked, he, he was the only one of the biggest black guys to work with the, the Italian mafia. And they trusted him and they put him like, all right, you don't touch Bumpy, basically. You know, he worked with um, uh, back the old gangsters, Al Capone gangsters. That's what he grew up with. You know, so mm-hmm. that's how far he was doing gangster stuff. And I'm not into gangster stuff, but Bumpy was now in Harlem. And now he lived when Kennedy got assassinated, when um, uh, RFK got assassinated. So they're tying that whole story into his, it's not a biography, but basically this, this, this series. So when you look at it, you're like, all right, yeah, well, 
he is a gangster, but they'll bring Muhammad Ali in there when Muhammad Ali joined the Muslims because of Bumpy. So you're, you're looking at it, it's basically history happening that yeah. you didn't know about. So it's interesting in that part, like, like, wait a minute, this is, this was a real true story, but it's really good because of Forrest Whitaker. You know, he's a great yeah. actor. So. Oh, he's awesome, man. I actually yeah, saw right. something with him in it as well that I was going to talk about later. So yeah, he's one of those guys that just delivers every time he shows up, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. cool. So, and other than that, um, yeah, I'm I'm good. Those those are my news. Hold on, I might have. Let me uh, let me ask no, you: Are I'm... you enjo- are you are you enjoying The Walking Dead? Oh man! All right, so Walking Dead, yeah, I I am enjoying it, but it they take too long to yeah. bring it out. So that's what they've always that I forget. done. I know, right? Well, they kept us. Well, they kept me entertained with um, the uh, what's the other one? Um, Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, which was corny, yeah. corny in the beginning, but I think it's getting better because, I mean, you know, the acting's getting better. Just starting to feel feel out their characters. Ever so since uh, Morgan got there, it's been better, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> there you go. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's that's it. Yep. Well, can't hurt him for that. He was. I, I was. Yeah, I was pissed when he left The Walking Dead. I was, yeah, was right. a great, great character. I'm hoping he comes Did back for it? this. The, I no, yeah, I back. I tried. Um, I fell off. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. But Walking Dead, I'm still. I'm weekly on Walking Dead. So maybe me, you, yeah, and Hodor can do something for the finale of uh, Walking yeah. Dead. Because it deserves it deserves a, a send off, you know, for, for the people that stuck by it this whole time. And right. I know it's I know it's had some rough moments. I know that. But, you know, yeah. for the most part, it's been really enjoyable. What? Twelve years of our life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know right. what I mean? Wow. Twelve so, years. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Pro- probably around that with all the stoppages yeah. and everything. So you're right. I, I'm, I'm going to say. You know, good things at the end. My my thing is they shouldn't have sixteen episode seasons, and that's just AMC trying to squeeze out the life of Walking Dead to make money. And yeah. um, you know, they're gonna do all these spinoffs and movies, and they're gonna ride that shit to the ground because think about it, AMC was popping a couple years ago, like fuck, like t- ten years ago now, when they had Mad Men, they had Breaking Bad, and Walking mm-hmm. Dead. So like yep. they weren't worrying about anything, and now yep. it's you know pretty much walking dead and that's it and that's then it. it's walking dead channel yeah right. yeah <laughs> right. and you're gonna you're gonna see them like probably probably merge with the streaming company at some point if they don't get any other shows because yeah, how are they gonna true. keep the lights on when walking dead leaves because they still draw yeah, like five million people a week to their channel so i mean it's still it still has a diehard audience just not as because it was doing like 15 million at some point and that right. it didn't it didn't stay on that pace obviously because it got boring but this yeah. this season's been great, I think. Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah. 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 So what do, you, what do you got, Julia? How, how many things do you watch, Jules? Um, well, it's been quite a week. So I managed to squeeze a couple of things in. Um, Danny, you'll be happy about this. I watched Clickbait. Oh, nice. What'd you oh, think? No, yeah. I, started, I, started. I loved it. I loved nice. it. Nice. So did I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I wasn't about expecting that? to love it, but it was just, it reminded me kind of of, uh, Mayor of Easttown, where it's like you think you know who did it, and then yeah, like, fuck, that's not who it, that's not who it actually is. I was um, mad surprised by the finale. I really oh, was. Yeah, yeah. My sister never would have predicted that. 
My sister yeah. said the same. I just I just started today, guys. Oh, just really? Watching it today, yeah. My sister it, uh, came over earlier and was like, "Did you watch quickly?" And I'm like, "I heard about it." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I heard about it from my friends on a uh, on Scene Invaders." Yeah. And she was like, "You gotta watch it." So I'm like, "All right." So I started. Yeah, and I'm you like, really okay. do. It's it's worth it. And it's, it's really fun. It's, it's short yeah. too. Yeah, it's short. Right. It moves fast. Like like Julia said, like there's so many people that it could be. Like you don't like I I had someone in mind. Um, I guess I can say who I mm-hmm. thought it was. I thought it was. Um, oh shit, I can't because it'll ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen it. Well, shit, especially you because you're watching now. No, right, no, well, but it won't. I I thought right, it was. Yeah, right. I really no, thought it was someone, and and Julia might pick up on this telepathically they were they were i think close. i'm thinking the same thing look okay i'm 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 one i'm two episodes in i think i mean who do you think it my is? think my first thing is right now two episodes in because she had an affair the wife okay she had an affair with okay so it's not it's, and i don't even know if she had an affair but so the guy that yeah that's the thing the guy who came up in the bar so uh-huh. okay, all right. So then, so, all right, don't tell me. <laughs> it's 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 definitely a like Mayor of Easttown in the way that they just keep feeding you stuff, and you're and you don't know what to believe. It's like, are is right. someone lying to me? Is this an un uh, like unreliable narrator type of thing, or do right. they just not want me to know yet? Like, why did this person do this, but this person's acting like? that it's it's really yeah, good there's a lot of people acting suspicious throughout the whole yeah thing. yeah it's really good and they do like I, I i know some people don't like the finale and i'm not gonna say what happens with chuck because you just started it but yeah right, to be right. honest yep. to be honest i like the finale a lot because dude like it just it went in such a different direction than what i thought oh, was wow. happening wow um, that's what yep but I really like they show they show what happens to the dad pretty pretty quickly, like you know the outcome yeah. anyway pretty quickly. Um, so it's I not was, like a an investigation that. on that. Yeah, but I it's wasn't not expecting that though. Yeah, yeah. No, neither was I. But it's not. No, I wasn't. But that's then that takes away that part of the mystery. It's like all right, well he's dead. Um, mm-hmm. Now what? And it, it's like a pretty fast jolt to your system. Like oh shit, this is different. And that's why it's mm-hmm. good because. You know, there's a million shows that try to do what clickbait did, and mm-hmm. a lot of them aren't memorable because they they might just follow the tropes the whole time or too many red herrings or what. Right. And and with clickbait, I feel like it's just enough where you're you're still on the edge of your seat the entire time. So it's yeah, it's really good. I like it I a agree. lot. I agree. I agree. Like if they hadn't had those twists and turns, I would have hated the ending. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Because. But- it's justified at the end. Like, Chuck, you'll see when you, when you oh, see right. it. Okay. Like, right. it's like it, what I what I hate about these types of thing is where at the, at the end, you're like, oh, well, there's no way that would have happened. And, right. you know, people might say that from Mayor of Easttown because it ended up being a little kid. And, you know, I, I actually know people that don't like the finale of Mayor of Easttown. They said it was stupid. Uh-huh. Um, they, they said it should have been one of the brothers. Um, but right. the finale in this one, like it's. I don't know why. I just thought it was really neat and cool. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I look oh. forward to it. Yep. All right, Julia. What yep. else? Um, last night I watched uh, the movie Kate that just came out on Netflix. Oh, oh I just started that one too. I just started I, that it, one today. Oh, it's good. And I had to stop it. 
I had to stop it to get on <laughs> right now. Oh, yeah, no. I, I, I watched it, too. Yeah. I will give away yeah. the ending for you, Chuck, but mm-hmm. first of all, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is an absolute badass. Yeah, she, yeah, is. she is, man. She really yeah. is. Yeah. She, I didn't even had... know it was her. I didn't know it was yeah. her in the beginning. I was like, I didn't wait a minute. either I like, at first. I was like, yep. I was like wait she a minute. She's had a real turn into an action badass, right? I mean, mm-hmm. in 10, yeah. Cloverfield, 10 Cloverfield Lane, she plays kind yes. of a badass in that. Well, yeah, no, she plays yep. a badass in that. And then you have, of course, Birds of Prey, right? Yep. Yeah, and then uh, even uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, I guess she was badass oh, on that. Yeah, like, yeah and I'm, awesome. I'm missing yeah. I'm missing one big one where she's a killer, and I can't think of it right now. But it, yeah, she's she's great, man. I like her a lot. I really yeah. do. I wouldn't mind seeing yeah. her in a Marvel movie. I'm telling you, it, it, it had, oh, it I had, can totally picture that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, she would. Yeah, she's got to be. And then it had vibes of uh of um um. Damn it! I'm sorry again, guys. It's uh, the hell's his name? John Wick. Together. Oh John yeah, Wick. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, of the, the slow fighting, like you know, if you she, the way she was stabbing people, and it was mm-hmm. like, okay, you're stabbing, stabbing. Then you got to look and then go. You know, action movies. They'll sit there and oh, I'm hitting somebody, and then I'm going to the next person. You didn't see that person over there. She didn't see that person. She stabbed that guy, and then all of a sudden, she turns around. It's like, "Oh, you're there!" And then she goes yeah. for that action. It, but how, it, how far into it, it did realistic. you get, Chuck? I just got into the part where uh, they go up to. They finally find find uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, oh, I forget his name. The guy who uh, they're looking for that she's looking for the second the guy, guy the, in charge, basically the yellow jacket guy. Oh, you mean like his assistant, right? Yeah, yeah, his assistant. Yep. <laughs> I think I'm it's Rusio or something. <laughs> yeah. I love no, that no, it's fight scene. I'm start, if that's I'm what you're write. talking about. Yeah, I was talking about the. Something. I was gonna mention the fight scene in like the dojo. Yeah. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was fucking. That was. Yeah, it was in the dojo. It was cool. Dojo, dojo. No. And I like didn't it. See that it it kind of has like that crank element to it too, because crank right. he had to keep his heartbeat going. And this is like, oh, well, I'm poisoned. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. It's like a race against time type of thing. So it's good, man. It, it's enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I agree. But crank was, he was a super fighter. Yeah. She was more yeah. like a just a fighter that was like, I'm trying to survive. That's what I yeah. felt. And she was you very know, tactical. She's trying to survive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's tactical. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah, love the colors in the movie too, especially right. like her car in the beginning, the neon yeah. pink. Oh, so uh, cool! The one, the one she stole. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she, yeah. But she looked up at the windshield like, "What the? Fuck? Like, what the? Because it lit up. It was like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. and then she slammed the the, the uh, radio and was like, "Please!" When she tried to stop yeah, the like, music, please stop. Yeah, right. So yeah, that was perfect. That was yeah. Yeah, yeah yep. it's, it's nice to look at, you know, and it's, it's like with these action movies. It's, you know, again, you got to do something different to stand out these days. And and that fight, like all the fight scenes were nice, but the coloring of of all the scenes like really popped out to me. And I, I loved it. Right. I thought it was great. Well, do you do you think they got that from Marvel? Possibly. Because Marvel puts Marvel puts colors. I just I was driving one day and I was realizing that if you think about a character that you like in Marvel, like purple, blue and red, Captain America, purple was Black space Panther. wasn't purple space and oh no black uh, panther was yeah it's it, yeah. but you can think of a color and be like oh that's 
you know? Yeah. So. Actually, now that I think of it, it, going back to Black Panther, that scene where they go, they go and like fight the mobsters at the, like the casino type place. That yeah, actually yeah, was yeah. really rem- reminiscent of Kate, that whole right. scene uh, uh, yeah, yeah, and the, right, and the right, colors. Right. Yeah, so, so. so yeah, I can right. see that connection for sure. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good call. Mm-hmm. All right. Nice. Nice one. Cause I actually forgot to write that down. So I'm happy you brought that up. I, that's a, that's a high suggest for me. Definitely. Oh yeah, for sure. I would definitely recommend that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's perfect. Yeah. That's really good. All right. Nice. What else you got? Um, and the last new one that I watched this week was Reminiscence with Hugh Jackman. Okay. I um, saw this as well. It was good. Yeah. That's I how I thought. It didn't like blow my mind, but yeah. Um, I mean, like, just... if you want to throw something on just because you have nothing else to watch, yeah, go for it. I, I didn't yeah. dislike it, but uh, it, it wasn't, it didn't wow me. Yeah. It just kind of happened, didn't it? No, me either. Yeah. 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 It's just I, like, yeah. I'm just okay. Through the half I watched. you and watching half of movies, Chuck. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> but... <laughs> I'll get around to it. I get bored. We're going to have to find out pre show next time what Chuck is actually yeah, watching fully right. so we can talk about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I love Hugh Jackman too. I mean, but you know, not everybody's movies are going to be hits, and this one just kind of, eh. Like, but like Julia said, if you got nothing to do, definitely uh, watch right. it. Give it a give it a shot, you know, because there's some people might love it. So right. just, I yeah. I didn't. The Last Showman. That's what. Oh, the Greatest Showman. The, yeah, they, <laughs> that, Pat Pat Egan seen seven Pat times. <laughs> so they said, like. Pat, really? Don't you dare say a bad thing or Pat Egan's going <laughs> to come then, out of your closet and beat the shit out of you. Oh, you can't. Yeah. But Bill's old school Bill's father was like, what the F did I just watch? So I put <laughs> that together. Like, like what the? <laughs> like, I just saw Wolverine sing all day. <laughs> like, Dude, that's sorry, funny. Sorry, like, yeah, is, there, is there ever a moment that you went into a movie completely i just remind you just reminded me of this and it completely different than what you thought it was like say you didn't watch the trailer or whatever has that ever happened to you because i got a story it never happened to me me only because like i said my parents owned the video store so Mm -hmm. i would watch movies i watched a lot of movies and like i'll show you guys one day all the videos that i have in my parents house but uh, that's awesome i watch watch movies and as soon as they were bad Turn them off. Turn them off. Yeah, get another one. Get another one. So that's yeah. how I feel. But I never walked out of a movie theater. I never walked out of, of a movie. I have. Never. I have. Never. I, I did. Uh, I was on a date in high school and she didn't like it. It was Jumper with Hayden Christensen. It's not even that bad. That was. It, it's it's it bad, but, it's but it, was, it was all right. It wasn't bad, but it was all right. Yeah. It, you don't need to walk bad, out of the was... theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, um, but yeah, uh, so Jules, has, has that ever happened to you? you? You saw a movie, maybe someone told you to come with them and it was just totally different than what you thought ever? No, because I'm really picky about movies. So okay. I, I'm a trailer watcher. So yeah, me, me too. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I like yeah. I watch trailers way more than I should, but yeah. I love yeah. I love trailers. So but a great story. So my father in law, actually, he took his wife. So my mother in law to go see The Nun, you know, the horror movie, The Nun. Yeah. And oh, there apparently there's a book called The Nun about a nun 
and you know her about her life <laughs> so <laughs> i dude he's dead he, he's so excited he they he takes her to go see the nun and it's a horror movie and they stayed the whole time <laughs> i remember when he came home he was so mad man <laughs> i was like that's well, hysterical that's yeah. right. i'm sorry because i saw the nun in the movie theater oh you did jump, yeah they were jump scaring they were jumping was, like ah, I was yeah in. that's and i'm telling you know, they were jumping yeah. around they were saying stuff talking loud and we're cracking up in the theater because everybody was scared and that's what he thought <laughs> uh-huh and my and my mother-in-law goes yeah and it was scary as fucking shit <laughs> i'm like oh no <laughs> You guys go and think you're going to listen to this story of this nun's life and her journey through to find God. And then you're seeing like blood and gore and ghosts. <laughs> like, come Props on. to them for staying, though. I know. I know. I can't believe they did. But yeah. So if you guys have that story, hit me up on Twitter. I just think that's great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just so funny. Um, now I, now I kind of want to do that. Like not watch a trailer and just go see a movie based on the name. I just just try it one time. But uh, okay, so I was down the shore. I watched a good amount of things. Here are my highlights. Obviously, from watching Shang Chi, I'm obsessed with the main character Simu Liu. So, have you guys ever seen him. Kim's Convenience? You ever watched that? I was gonna, say, I was gonna bring that up too. I that's the first yeah. thing I think I've seen him in. Kim's yeah, Convenience. yeah, it's on uh, Netflix. It's on Netflix. Chuck. It's uh, okay. it's just about a uh, Korean Canadian Korean uh family that own this convenience store and dude he's like not even close to being the main character like he's in every episode but i guess they share the the camera time between the mom dad sister and brother yeah but pretty like he yeah he wasn't really like that big of a name when marvel found him and i have a funny story to talk about in uh the news we're going to lead the news off with that uh, people some people already might know what i'm talking about but yeah if you want more of him check out kim's convenience it's a real Oh, real fun good. I like that yeah a lot, yeah me too i i'm enjoying it it's, it's fun it's it's a sitcom you know if you want something yeah. quick to watch before you go to bed or whatever and uh i'm flying through it so yeah i highly suggest that uh and then city of lies this is on stars we got a free week of stars just like yeah, chuck's talking good. about a free week of something yeah, right. and uh so we watched city of lies this is about the investigation of Biggie Smalls, Christopher Wallace's yeah, murder. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's yep. it's good. Yeah, it's uh Johnny Depp and Forrest okay. Whitaker, yep. and it was really interesting because I'll tell you what I learned a lot. There's there's a lot of shit I did not know. Like Julie, did did you did you guys know that more than likely, dirty cops killed Biggie? That yeah. Well, I, I looked at all the other theory, stuff. Actually. Yep. Yep. I knew nothing about that. I always just thought it was Suge Knight and only Suge Knight, which it could have no. been. But, you know, basically the cops worked for him at one point and uh, like the, these uh, dirty cops. And they talk about this whole group of dirty cops who were essentially gang members. Like they didn't mm -hmm. they didn't become cops to be cops. They became cops to be dirty. And yep. it's kind of just like the departed where he gets his guy in there and they were getting their guys in there and they were everywhere. And they made a lot of dirty money They killed a lot of people and they got away with a lot of it and crazy story. If you guys don't know anything about this, uh, essentially, that's what it's about. If you're a Tupac fan, they don't cover Tupac's murder. They just rule out that Biggie did not have anything to do with it. 
Um, They confirm. Yeah, they confirm that. And then they say, you know, did Tupac have anything to do with Biggie? And the all the evidence points to, you know, probably, you know, not Tupac himself, but his crew. No, uh, maybe. Yeah, like people believe the rumors that Biggie Biggie killed Tupac. So then people think it was revenge. But, yo, this story with the dirty cops, man, it was it was so cool. Like I was really, really into it. And Forrest Whitaker is the reporter. Johnny Depp is the detective. The true uh, he's a real person. He plays the guy who actually was the the lead detective in the Biggie Smalls murder case. And you're, you're going to learn something new. You will. The director's from yeah. Philly. And they had a really strong connection with the story and they wanted to show this side of the story to get it out. And it's just crazy how it's still unsolved. Like it's, there's so much evidence. Like they found the car, they found the bullets, they found like pretty much everything, but they can't pin it. It's, it's nuts because of all yeah. these, all this crooked shit going on. So, uh, yeah, definitely watch that. If, if you're a Biggie fan, Tupac fan, if, even if you're not, if you're just a fan of you know, true crime or, you know, unsolved murders, whatever, uh, give it a shot. And then you might go down a rabbit hole and try to solve the case yourself. Like I was looking at these people, you know, they're real people. And it's it's a thing that really happened. It's insane. So, yeah, I suggest that City of Lies. You can rent it for like three bucks if you don't have stars. Um, OK, but, now, two, but, but, yeah, before you go on, did you ever hear about the uh, the uh, cop in Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills cop? No. You ever hear that theory? No. All right. So the remember the sergeant and yeah. Beverly Hills cop that yells at Detective Foley? Yeah. Eddie Murphy. Do you remember you you saw the movie, right? Yeah. You ever see Beverly Hills? Okay. So the sergeant that yells at him, he was from California. He was so okay. corrupt that he was running drugs. Oh, there's a there's a I, I think it's Netflix. I'll look it up the next time I come on. I'm sorry that I don't know this, but you just brought that up. Yeah. So it reminds me of this story, but he was an actor. He was a real sergeant in the police department. They brought him on to be a real sergeant to, 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 you know, because he was, you can act like a real sergeant. It turns out he was really corrupt in California and Eddie Murphy worked with him. (laughs) Wow was killing people they have him on, up on murder charges on drug charges everything I, next time i come on I, i'll bring it up so all the listeners can know but it's a real story it's on netflix i believe it's on netflix it's a whole story about it yeah doesn't it make so, you think like how crazy it is how many people have gotten away with murder like a exactly, shitload of people exactly. <laughs> a shitload and don't, and don't feel guilty about it like yeah. are you kidding me like yeah. you're gonna live your life you just killed somebody it's, it's definitely it's definitely harder these days to get get away with that but mm-hmm. i mean you gotta think like back in the 70s and 80s like there wasn't that much forensics yeah. and it's all you know they would get away with shit like they really would yep. and uh yep. these stories are being told so yeah check that out so uh you're gonna tweet what that is or something you said you'll look it up yeah i'll definitely i'll definitely i'll send it to you and yeah we'll, we'll put it out there yep Definitely. All right, cool. Uh, okay, so then this one I had fun watching Liam Neeson's movie on Netflix, The Ice Road. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> so <laughs> stupid. It's so stupid. But yeah, I enjoyed. It. Bro, like 
the explosion in the beginning, Jules, it's the most fake shit you'll ever see. Like, I can't believe this movie I was made like last year. I couldn't even bring myself to watch it. Like, just yeah. watching the trailer, I'm Good. like, this is not. Yeah, yeah. it's Jules. <laughs> it's like, it's such a typical Liam Neeson movie. So if you like Liam Neeson, I'm thinking of that Key and Peele skit where they were calling him Liam Neeson's. And <laughs> it, it's just, it's so crazy that like oh this plan might just work like he's just he's so funny i i had i had to watch it and he just said fuck it with his accent in that one he was like i don't he's yeah, right. I, i'm i'm irish in this one but boys yeah, right. i'm not doing like he's he's like living in the midwest why is he irish as fuck and his brother's not like it's just like, okay yeah, right. all right i'll go with it movie sure <laughs> and uh mm-hmm. yeah i mean if you want a nice laugh you'll have laugh there's some decent action scenes yeah. um yeah morpheus is in it for a little bit yep. so uh yep. yeah the yellow truck the yellow truck the red truck and what was the, and the, yellow bl- color and the black yeah. Yeah. black one yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. and there were some it, nice trucks uh, they you, were you're gonna spend all that money to go across the ice road and you can lose that truck you're gonna spend yeah, they're all like that money on that two hundred thousand dollars yeah, right. yeah <laughs> it's crazy a, a cheap ass truck <laughs> i never works I never knew how much it was until that was their plan to go buy one after everything went yep. down. And of course, Julia, uh, the the job paid two hundred thousand dollars that they were yeah, going right. to do. <laughs> so of, right. of course, oh, naturally, you, know, they just break you got them. yeah, you got that number two hundred thousand in your head, and then oh, we could get paid two hundred thousand dollars. Okay, <laughs> and yeah, so guess what happens at the end? <laughs> you think you think anyone has a new truck at the end? I don't know. I mean, it's I'm a mystery. Gonna, I'm gonna take a wild guess and say no. <laughs> uh, okay, and then the one I enjoyed the most. Again, this was on Stars. You get a free week right now. This was called The Kid Detective. Anyone see this or hear of it? No. It sounds familiar. Who's in it? Oh, I fucking loved it. Uh, Adam Brody. So we talked about Adrian Brody earlier, but Adam Brody from like the OC and, and shit back in the day. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's basically the only person you'll you'll realize. But um, you can watch this on Amazon Prime as well uh, and on stars for free. So if you have those two, you're in luck. This is a good movie. It's one of those hidden gems. It only made three hundred sixty seven seven thousand at the box office came out during the pandemic. So it had a very small release, probably less than like 500 theaters. But it's a small budget murder mystery you know the mystery it's it has uh aspects of comedy to it adam brody is fantastic in this role he yeah. plays so it's called the kid detective because uh, it starts like 20 years earlier he was such a good literally a kid detective when he was like 8 to 12 years old that the city the town the town he lives in got him an office in town and he'd get visited from like cops and the mayor visited him the mayor worked with him uh, the mayor's daughter worked with him but then they fast forward and he's like a mess his life's a mess but he's still doing the same right. thing and then you find out i won't spoil anything but you find out uh this is in the trailer so it's not spoiling anything but you do find out that the mayor's daughter went missing and she was his assistant and he's supposed to be the like the detective so he blamed her going missing on himself he was only 12 years old Fast forward 20 years later, he's now 32, works at the same place that the town got him the office. It used to say kid detective. He ripped that off, scratched it off, whatever. Uh, And now he's just a regular detective, you know, doing stupid shit, looking for people's cats. One person paid him to find out if their dad was gay. 
like a, a bunch of like random neighborhood shit. And uh, then there's a murder where this little like 17 year old Asian boy gets stabbed 17 times and he's an honor student like, you know, clean as can be honor student. He's going to go to wherever he wants to for college. So the kid's girlfriend's like, I want you to find out what happened. Like you found my my brooch, like my, my silver bracelet three years ago. So I want you to do this for me. This this 16 year old girl had faith in him because of who he was in the past. And she's like, you're a great detective. You've solved over 200 mysteries. I want you to figure out what happened. So <clears throat> he starts digging into it. And, uh, you know, the cops don't like that. He's digging into a murder. They're like, that's a little too serious for you. Uh, but then shit starts going down. Like people from 20 years ago are pissed at him for get him getting him in trouble when he was a kid. And there's like a lot moving all while Adam Brody hates his life and just wants something to sink his teeth into. So he feels worthy of anything. Right. And yeah. yo, I was so surprised. I was so surprised how much I like this. It's uh eighty four percent by critics too on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's it's really right. good. Well, the way the way it sounds, the kid detective, it's actually rated R. Yeah, twenty twenty mystery drama. So yeah, that's, that's yeah. crazy. It's like it's one of those movies that is like when you watch it, you're like, fuck yeah, I'm so happy I watched that. Like it, it's, it's really such crazy because good... I'm I'm pretty sure I have that on my list somewhere, and I was like, oh, this sounds kind of stupid, and then I just never yeah. watched it. Yeah, 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 yeah give it. Give it a shot. The title, the title, Kid Detective. But if you, yeah, I'm looking it up now. And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a little bit misleading because he was a detective when he was a kid and now he's an adult. But yeah, and like 90% of the movie is when he's an adult. They do do flashbacks every now and then and keep showing him when he was a kid uh, solving little crimes in his little tree house. And then, like I said, they get him in office eventually. <laughs> Uh, he got free ice cream for life when he was little. He still gets it as an adult, and it's the same guy giving him ice cream. He's like all pissed off giving it to him as an adult. It's uh, yeah, it's it's funny, and it, it's really like he just wants to find a place in the world where he knows what he's meant to do. That's really he's just a lost person, and I think a lot of people can connect with that uh, in today's day and age. And really enjoy this movie i loved it i absolutely loved it it's one of my favorite movies i've, I've seen this year definitely top five so right. high suggest on the kid detective again it's on amazon prime and if you have stars it's on stars or you can do a free week and watch it for free so right. yeah i highly suggest that all right quick break and we're gonna read the news Kick your vacation planning into high gear. From exotic destinations like Asia and the South Pacific to Europe, Alaska, and tropical beaches around the world, cruise planners will help you find the perfect vacation spot so you can let loose and be you. Contact Steve Del Carlino from Cruise Planners by calling 610-368-0908 or at dellstravelcompany.com for the best vacations at the best value. All right, thank you. So into the news, I can't believe it, but it's been 20 years since the attacks uh, on 9-11. And wow, uh, can you guys remember exactly where you were when it happened? Yeah, I was in school. Uh, I was in first grade when that happened. So yeah, I was in seventh grade. I remember a throwback for me. 
Yeah. But do you remember getting like taken out of school and everything? Oh, yeah. 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 I remember sitting in my living room watching everything on TV with my mom and my sister. Yeah. It was just like the whole world went quiet just to be like to watch like what the fuck is going on, you know? Uh, so obvious, you know, rest in peace to the the four people, the people that were on the four planes, uh, everybody in the towers, Pentagon, uh, all the firefighters. Thank you. And, you know, everything that was just such a horrible day. But I wanted to they the Netflix dropped this movie called Worth like a couple weeks ago for this for this anniversary. Like they have a couple specials and then this movie. So I'm not asking if you guys have seen it. But did you know that this was a real thing where this guy had to be a special agent, uh, which meant he like for the for the fund. Right. So he had to decide what each life was worth, how much. So like he had to do this whole formula where, you know, a CEO, he might have to get paid a lot. More, his family gets paid a lot more than the janitor when they worked in the same building and died the same way. Because the CEO might have more expenses oh, for his family yeah. to to live, yeah. so they had to balance this this act of all right. Well, well where do we start? And uh, Michael Keaton plays the guy, and it is insane. Like it's something I I would have never even thought that people do. But yo, this guy, and I'm I'm looking at up his name now. Uh, he was so good at this. Ken Feinberg is his name. That he's done like every single thing since like, he did Sandy Hook. He did uh, Boston Marathon, like pretty much like every disaster in the United States. He's been the one to figure out what their lives were worth when he paid their families. Yeah, so but such... imagine the type of weight that comes with that. Oh, I can't. I can't, man. People yeah, fucking no. hated him. People hated him because they're like, so you're telling me my, you know, my daughter's life meant less than this person. Yeah. Right. Like you're gonna really fucking tell me that? And he had to be like, well, yeah. he had, his answer was like, well, they had a more expensive mortgage, didn't they? So like it was like he had to be cold, but he wasn't a dick. Like they definitely portrayed him to be a nice person, and uh, you know they, uh, I, I mean it's it's a fact. It it happened. It ended up having a 97 percent approval rating, but. It didn't at first up until like the last week. And uh, he had a, he had to fix some things. He had to meet with people face to face. And think about it. 2001. Right. So say there was a gay couple that they weren't married and they were living with their partner. And their parents didn't like that they were gay or didn't believe that they were gay. You know, they'd cut that person out of their life that, you know, say their son died. And their partner should have gotten some of that money or, or whatever for the for the right. death. They would right. just cut cut that person out of their life and say he doesn't get shit. And yeah. th that sucks. So there's like a they're lot of num they're yeah. doing numbers, basically doing right. numbers. Exactly. Like, yeah. Numbers. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um it's it's a really tough watch, but if you guys like uh historical movies or you wanna pay tribute, I definitely suggest you check that out. Because I like again, I learned something new here because, you know, obviously I figured the family's got something, but I didn't know that there was a, there was a like they made a formula and it was like, like Chuck, Chuck, you just said numbers like they made like a math equation yep. and that's how they figured it out. So exactly. they, yeah. they came they came up with a way to get 97% of the people to sign. So it ultimately was a success. But man, it was tough. It was tough to get there. That's there was crazy. a lot of tears, a lot of fights, a lot of people screaming in his face. 
and he had to just take it on the chin and go. And obviously, this is what he's meant to do because he's done all the big ones since. And uh, tough job. I wouldn't want that job. Yeah, for sure. Could you imagine? No. Could you imagine somebody coming up and saying, "No, like your kid was worth this much, but that kid over there." Because they yeah. made more money. Yeah, but they also more. have to look at it from an objective standpoint, though. Exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, you can't blame them. You basically, have to just turn off all human emotion while you're making exactly. Calculations. Yeah, I blame him because he's doing his job, but right because he's not going to feel emotion. You know, he can't. I can so, never do that job. Actually, I can never his, do that job. But I don't know if they Hollywooded this part or not. But his biggest doubter. Right. The, the person that was the most vocal against him. And he had this whole blog, this whole community of people that he was like, they need to fix the fund. So he made a website, fixed the fund, made a group. He would give speeches. His wife died in the towers. And he was like, this is such a disgrace to her name oh, wow. to say that she's just a number. So, but he was his biggest detractor. But every time they were in person, complete respect. And I really liked that. Because I'm the I'm you know I'm in therapy now I, I've I've had problem with confrontation and I like I like watching people just talk things out even though they don't yeah. agree and especially in today's day and age dude like how many fights do you see on Facebook over politics these days like almost every yeah, day and these two people completely disagreed on something and they were nice to each other and it was right. really nice to see that and. When he ends up agreeing with him, he changed some things to to fix the fun, per se. Uh, he even said that he wrote. He's like, look, I was his biggest detractor, but I never had a problem with him as a person. You know, I respect what he's doing. It's a, it's a hard job. So it was it was nice to see some humanity. Plus, they had like two to three years to sign. So I guess there's a little time heals wounds type of thing, too, because more people yeah. signed towards the end rather than sure. in the beginning. Like right. in the first year, only about 15 percent signed up. So yeah, right. You're emotional. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Right. So there was of everyone that died, only like 97 families uh took it to court instead of signing this deal. So that's right. yeah, it's crazy. Check it out. It's uh it's it, it made me feel some things. Like it's it's like fuck, man. Like shit. These these kids lost their dad, and now they gotta go talk about how much he's worth. Like, holy fuck. So that's why right. the movie being named worth is really substantial like it's it's a hard hitter um okay so now something nice uh blues clues did you guys see this 25th year anniversary <laughs> video so now we have saw, great perspectives here so jules you were probably the perfect age right yeah. when this I, when this came out yes i grew up with steve Okay, I figured Steve you did. Was, Steve was my homie. <laughs> now, Chuck, you probably had kids grow up with this. So, so it's. I know. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, that, yeah. Mr. And Rogers me, was my man. Was okay. my Steve. Mr. Rogers See, was my Steve. <laughs> oh, I love Mr. Rogers. <laughs> yeah, right. Me, I had like I was a little on the old side when it came out. But my younger brother, Andrew, who you guys know, he was on okay. the perfect right. side. He's like, he's Jules age. And yeah. it was perfect because I'd watch it with him. And man, he fucking loved it. Every time there was a clue, Drew would freak out, <laughs> go look for the clue. You know, so, it's crazy. Uh, my nephew is, you know, almost two. So he watches Blue Sleeves now and then. And it's so nice. much different now than it <laughs> used to be. Uh, yeah. This new guy, I think it seems like Josh or something. But like yeah. everything's like electronic. 
Like they get emails instead of letters and like, yeah, right. oh, no. it's like a, a <laughs> tablet instead of like his, his handy dandy notebook. And it breaks my heart. <laughs> wow. Right. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. So Nick Jr. came out with a tribute video of him talking to his audience. Like he always did like, Oh, Hey, you, you got a, you got, you got a minute. And I really liked how they did it. Like the show style, yeah. like he was mm-hmm. sitting talking uh to and it's not it's never like he's talking to a group it's always like he's talking to you and i think that's you know why it works so well with babies i guess i don't know i don't know who knows why babies like the shows they like or even toddlers um but he was great at it and it's nice to see that he's not like actually a psychopath he's actually a good dude and one of the reasons he quit is because he was losing his hair and he's like i didn't want to be wearing a wig singing the kids like it just felt fake uh so he's been in bands he's done tons of shit but yeah steve man steve burns good on you man that was that was emotional uh and it, all the memes uh, afterwards were great oh they're and, great they're fantastic yeah. no, that's that was yeah it was good I, like i said i saw it on tiktok and i'm like wait a minute that's steve like wait oh he looks older like but he addressed his his fans and i'm like that's awesome that's yeah. really awesome well yeah. like i said my fan my steve was mr rogers yeah so imagine if mr rogers just went off off and was off like oh, i'm not listening i'm not talking to you anymore but yeah, <laughs> yeah. i would have been like what the hell happened to mr rogers like yo so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's funny i keep to i keep seeing these things going around on facebook but people think it's hysterical that steve's coming back after all this time like hey i'm so proud of you and then we have like bill nye the science guy like hey Put on your grown-up pants and fix all the real-world problems. You're adults uh-huh. now. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have to find it, Jules. Both you guys just named someone that were on this chart. There was like a whole chart of what each person taught us. I remember Steve's was communication. Then they had Bob Ross for art. They had they had on uh, the two guys you just mentioned, Mister Rogers, and who was the other person that you just said? Uh, uh, Bill Nye, yeah. Obviously, he was yeah. science. Oh, yeah. And Nye, they had man. what each person taught us as we grew up. And it was it was cool. I really like to see that. Oh, but um, I never yeah. thought of it like that. Yeah, it's like they all taught yeah. you something different. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, so some Disney news and then some funny Disney news. So Disney is now only dropping their 2021 films in theaters, their, their new releases. So no more Disney Plus uh you can watch it same day hbo max is still doing that the rest of the year for warner brothers outside of dune but the thing that interests me is this is probably you know more likely than not because of scarlett johansson's lawsuit that they don't want this to happen anymore so jules are you familiar with with her lawsuit uh yeah i actually just read on read up on that uh earlier today okay yeah she wants like a hundred million dollars or something so i don't know if she's just asking high and then she'll settle but because they put it on uh disney plus same day it didn't make as much in yeah. the box office as it would have which you know, i get we, because her contract was contingent on what the box office sales were right exactly but also at the same time i can't help but but be like you know how much money do you already have it's like do you really need I know. to do disney over this come on but but i agree with her i agree no I, i'm not saying i disagree with her no, but no no but because there was a lot of people who, no, I'm not saying that you didn't, no, I'm sorry, but there's a lot of people who did work for that money, and yeah, I mean, she's not just day, getting all that money. A contract, you know? Exactly, you're, uh, uh, yep, ex- exactly right, yeah, and then they turned around and 
did the rock thing. Dan, which which thing? The rock thing? The rock? Yeah, the rock. Yeah, I don't know really, if I'm familiar rock. with that. Well, the rock was supposed to come out on on a on Disney, wasn't he? And they didn't do it because he said, "No, put my movie out on." Oh, Jung- Jungle out. Cruise. Yeah, yeah Jungle, Jungle Cruise. Cruise. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe she feels a little disrespected, but I mean, they did it because the pandemic was spiking again. Um, so I don't blame them for doing it. It's just, I mean, they should have had something in place where like, if, if we do this, then you'll get, you know, 2%, you know, whatever the number they came up with, you know, maybe they, they could have amended yeah. the contract. They maybe. Yeah. They should have compensated but for it, but she's, she's not getting a hundred million, man. Like, come on. That's ridiculous. No, I, well, I didn't know if it's a hundred million. She's yeah. She's shooting high. I'm sorry. She's shooting high. Yeah. You're right. She's shooting but, high to come down low. You're right. And I, I think she gets that number because, uh, Iron Man, Tony Stark, uh, Robert Downey Jr., he made $200 million for the last two Avengers movies. But, like, one, that's Iron Man. And two, it's not an Avengers movie. So, right. yeah, he, ma- he made $100 million a piece per Avengers movie. And they were his last movies. But this was her last movie. So, you know, I understand she wants to feel respected. And, you know, she didn't love how they used her at first as Black Widow. But, uh I don't think the movie would have made a billion dollars, even if it was perfect weather. I mean, and no, you know, perfect weather. I, I meant no uh, virus going on. I just don't no, think but, it would have made that much money. But if it was, if it was earlier in, in the story, because the, the pandemic slowed it down, right? Yeah. That stopped that movie from coming into the Marvel universe. So if it was closer to, the last movie do you think it would it would have been part of the whole story you know what i mean which would have yeah. made her more money it would have made Pro- her more money but we had probably so yeah. long for her story to come out we saw her die then all of a sudden now we're getting her story what if it happened right. before or right after i, I mean you make it- i loved her i loved her in the movie i was like Yo, yeah what the-? when she died i was like you gotta be kidding me i thought she would be going on and on yeah, you know I mean, and I mean? she was so good in Endgame too, with her speeches like "This is my exactly. family" and all that stuff. So yeah, it was emotional. Right. Yeah, one, one scene, one scene, the one scene. She's not alone. She's not yeah. alone. Right. That that line alone, I was sitting there like, and then when she died, I'm like, "You kidding me? She's not alone." When she said, "Seriously, they they saved Vision, not Vision. They well, they so Scarlett Johansson or not Scarlett? Um, come on, Scarlett Witch." <laughs> Yeah, Scarlet Witch. They, they saved her. Yeah, they saved her. Yeah. And then they, she's like, oh, you're alone. She's not alone. She right. saved her to, to bring the story along. And now she's out. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that was a great scene, too. That that was when, yeah. uh, yeah, right before that. Oh, Carrie Coon played her in the movie. I can't remember. One of, one of Thanos' henchmen, the, the, the female, yeah. right before exactly. she gets tossed up and killed and there's blue yep. shit everywhere, the blue blood. Yep. Yeah, that's a great scene. That's a great scene. Day. She's not alone. Yeah, that, that line alone. She's not alone. Yeah, that was perfect. Yeah. And now she died in the, in the whole thing. And well, I mean, so, after the movie uh, came out, I was thinking about it. I mean, it takes place between Civil War and Infinity War, right? Obviously, we know that. And when when I heard that's when it took took place, I was so excited. I was like, oh, sick! I get to spend more time in that in that time frame. Awesome! But it should have came out during that time. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. There's no you're need. Right. To, there's no reason not yeah. to. There's so it, hold it back. Yeah. 
Yeah, it could have came out during those two because they had Captain Marvel in between Avengers Infinity War and Endgame exactly. and Captain Marvel made a billion dollars. So exactly. it probably would have killed it if it was in between Civil War and Infinity War just to give her that movie. You see how she ends up like if, if they say that. Yep. Yeah, if they say they want to spoil where she was hiding and shit, that doesn't spoil it. Like that shows she she goes to break them out of the uh, thing with Steve out of the prison with Steve. But they showed that at the end credit scene. So it's, it wouldn't have spoiled anything. So you're right. Whatever. But no, um, yeah, you're right. You're right. But you're right. Moving on. So Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings. I fucking love this movie. I uh, didn't see it yet. I haven't seen it yet either. Oh, uh, uh, you guys got to see it. So so yep. anyway, everyone out there, if you haven't seen this yet, pull up your laptop, cell phone, whatever. Pull up some type of internet and type in Simu Liu's stock photo. S-I-M-U-L-I-U. Oh are they not hilarious? Wow. So funny. So he did this photo shoot for like 150 bucks and they're still using the pictures. The people are posting pictures all over the internet. They're finding a random YMCA in Canada that has this picture on it. So <laughs> so the, the star of, of Shang-Chi and he was in Kim's Convenience. Samuel Liu did a series of stock photos and they're fucking hilarious. And... It's just like you never know, man. You never know when someone's going to hit it. So imagine all those people that he spent the whole day with taking stock photos, what they probably think now. Like, holy oh, I'd be shit. so pissed if I was them. <laughs> right? Like the people that he's next to. And like the, the, the classic stock photos, like where they're, they're pointing at a computer screen or he's like pointing at a desk. just got that with. Yeah, yeah. The one, the one where he's wearing the hard hat. Oh my gosh, the hard hat! Oh my, like he. Oh uh, yeah, he's like a construction oh, yeah. worker on that one. He's a, he's a, dude, the one in the middle. <laughs> yeah, it's just so great, dude. Like this, and he's uh he's getting teased about it on on Twitter, and he's like, like I hate this, like because someone made a thread of all of them and tagged them, and he was like, thanks a lot, I hate this. And uh, he's just, yeah, but people are having fun with it. They're making memes of like uh, photoshopping his Shang Shang Chi outfit Alvin, into the yeah, yeah. My favorite. Um, <laughs> sitting at the desk with the Avengers. Like, oh my gosh, it's so funny. People are so creative, but it, it just reminds me of you know before someone gets big. Like I remember Jesse Pickman from Breaking Bad. Before he got big, he, he did a ton of stupid commercials. And pe people showed them when he got big. And it's just like always fun to see the actor look back on that. Look back you on know, those. It's nice because it humanizes yeah, right. people. Yeah. yeah. See how you started. You're like This is when they and were like still climbing the ladder right before they got to the top. Like, right. <laughs> right. And he tweeted. He was like, people, this was only four years ago. So don't give up on your dreams. He said this was four. Yeah, right. Think about that. That's not that long to be yeah. shooting stock long. photos shooting stock photos to breaking the record for the for Labor Day weekend for the box office. Like that's a huge jump in four years. So he's great. I wish him all the, the success in the world. He's so charismatic. Uh, I'm sure they watched Kim's, Kim, Kim's convenience and they were like, oh, we got a star here. And I think that's really Kevin Feige and uh, the casting director. I think that's their model. I mean, they've done that a lot. Chris Pratt. He came from Parks and Rec. Uh, what's her name? Brie, Brie Larson. She, she was in yeah. community. She was in tons yeah, of shows. Of history of, you know, plucking people from these much uh, lesser known things. Yeah. Kind of letting them blossom. Yeah. It's just like, they see something in the person and, you know, obviously his character in Kim, Kim's convenience, he's this athletic hunk. He's, he's like in good shape. So everyone knew he already was 
like had a good body, but like he did a lot of his own stunt work. He, he made the fight scenes look a lot better. And it's just so funny seeing him look back on these stock photos. They're so great. So really? yeah, if you guys don't know, look those up right now. You'll have a nice smile on your face for that. All right. So to wrap it up, I wanted to talk about directors because there's a lot of people out there like me who care about looking at IMDb and, you know, they put the two and two together. Oh, he made this. I'll watch this because that person made something I liked. And now I'm going to see this and see if they're good. Um, so Christopher Nolan's next movie has been announced and I will see it. And I, he's one of my directors that if he makes it, I'm watching it. And that's not a huge poll because he's one of the most famous directors in the world. So I wanted to know if you guys had any, but this movie is about the true story of the ap- atomic bomb inventor. So it kind of seems like maybe it's another war movie. Uh, I know it's an atomic bomb, sure. But are they going to show them using it? Is it going to be about that war? Who knows where they'll actually go with it? A lot of people like Dunkirk. That's one of my lesser favorite of his. I actually really love Tenet. Not many other people do like it. But uh, but yeah, it's going to take place during World War II and show the development of the atomic. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, so it is going to show the destruction of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. So that's actually going to be pretty crazy. Uh, because think about think about that. Like we actually dropped an atomic bomb on two different cities. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, right. Did you ever see Wolverine? Where they show that scene? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. that's pretty. That yep. Nuts, that shows, yeah. His skin getting yeah. ripped off. Yeah. Oh. So, so no one fans be hyped for that. I'm sure it'll be good, just like all his other movies are. I love him. So, I wanted to kick it to Julia first because she has a different view on this. um so basically i know absolutely jack shit about directors um i could not care less who directed the movie um (laughs) if it's a good movie i'll watch it if it's a shit movie i'm not gonna watch it (laughs) see that interests me interests me because i always need to fucking know always i'm like who made it who made it as chuck mentioned earlier it's it's always kind of fun to watch a movie and be like oh let me see who directed that and then you find out that they directed something else that you liked and you're like yeah hmm, interesting nice little uh easter egg for me i guess yeah that's always really fun for me i i, I love when that happens but uh all right chuck what, what are yours all right so i didn't i couldn't think of it any either but obviously quentin tarantino yeah he's one of mine too you're gonna watch any movie because it's his name is associated with any movie that comes out. It's like Quentin, his movie. So I watched all his movies, but I didn't realize that I never watched uh, or I never looked for a uh, a director until when you you gave this to me and I'm, I looked like, all right, well, what movies do I like? So one of them is uh, Antonio, or I'm sorry, Antoine Fuqua. Fuqua. Yeah, he's great, dude. He did Training Day. He did Training yeah, Day. Great he movie. did The Equalizer. He did The Magnif- Magnificent Seven, which yeah. mm, that was okay. But my two that he did was, uh, what is it? Uh, King Arthur. Was it King Arthur? Yeah, King Arthur is one of them. Okay. You ever seen okay. that one? Yeah, I did. You, you know, all right, King Arthur. And the other one is... Um, What's the name of it? Um, sorry, guys. Uh, Tears, Tears of the Sun. 
Oh my gosh. You yeah. You see that movie? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I watched that movie and I basically I cry every time I watch that movie. Tears of the Sun. But yeah. I realize what he does. So, and my cousin, who we need to get on here, worked with okay. him. Okay. Oh, movie, shit. I believe it was Tears of the Sun. He, he worked with him on that. But Tears of the Sun, which, what he does is he, he uses a group of guys. If anybody has not seen Tears of the Sun, it's basically a group of American soldiers um, saving, um, it, which is a true story. I don't know how much the movie is a true story, but they were saving Africans from being um, genocide, being killed, you know, because of who they were. They were killing yeah, right. these Africans. Another another group of Africans were killing uh, this group of Africans because of who they were. So they were a uh, whole army was chasing them. Well, Americans went down there to save a couple of people that are the Americans. But what he did was, well, what they did was they had to save a group of, which happened, a group of kids from Africa. And they actually did bring them back to America. So, but anyway, this story is the army, a, a group of army guys fighting. And when they fight, you see the brotherhood, which is like, so you find your favorite character, First, you find your first. You find your favorite character in this movie. Then, by the end of the movie, you start loving every army guy in the movie. And he did that in King Arthur, the yeah. same, basically the same movie. But one was modern, one was old school. But you look at it and you're like, what the, like yo, you know, King Arthur, his right hand man. You're like, oh, I'm your brother. I'm your brother. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean that's a that's a, that's a great one. I mean, yeah, they're two great movies, and yeah, Tears, Tears of the Sun. That's one of the best war movies ever, along with Saving right. Private Ryan. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I that that's a great pick. Is there anybody else that you thought of yet? Because I have a challenge, if not, for both of you. Oh well, another. Uh, those are my two from him, but okay, my two favorite movies that he made. But no, I'm good. All right, so. From now on, if you guys like a movie, just just look at the director and you yeah, might I mean, start to notice a pattern of that. They their vision is just like what you want to see. So I have a couple yes. of examples here, like obviously Quentin Tarantino's in mine, but so is Edgar Wright. I love Edgar Wright. Um, uh, he's good. Yeah, I mean, I, he's got a new movie coming out last night in Soho. It comes out October 29th. And that this is what I mean. Like I saw that trailer and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Another Ed, Edgar Wright movie. And if you guys don't know, you know he's the Baby Driver. He was supposed to do Ant Man, but he he quit because of creative differences. And Marvel's kind of changed their tune on that. Look at Taika Waititi, and uh, Taika Waititi. He's another director. Like I absolutely love him. He is so good. He's on fire right now. Even his small performance I talked about last week in the Suicide Squad. I love everything that he does. So. Taika Waititi, he's on my list. But another guy who's on my list that he's only made two movies, but I love them both. And he's more of a writer, and I'll tell you his writing background next, but he made The Cabin in the Woods and Bad Times at the El Royale. Did you guys see those movies? Yes. Uh, both of them, yep. All right, did you like them? Yeah. Yep, I love them. Yeah. Yep. 
So his name's Drew Goddard. And those movies, like once I told you that, now does it make sense that he made them both? Like, yeah, yeah right. like, yeah, of right, course. Right, right. I, I, it's They're kind of like the same vibe, right? Like, yeah. even though they're two different stories, if you can tell his vision. So now look at all the shit he's written on. So tons of TV shows. I won't say how many episodes each, but look at all these. Look at all this shit. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And that was in 2003 or 2002. He started on that. And then Angel, Alias, Cloverfield, the movie. He wrote that movie. Uh, Lost Wait, TV who, show. Who, Drew Goddard. Who did, uh, he did Buffy and. He wrote he wrote on all those shows I said. Oh, okay. So oh, not right, every okay, okay. not every episode, but yeah, he's more of a writer and he's directed two movies and I like them both. Okay. Uh he directed okay. four episodes of the of the Good Place and mm-hmm. that's a good that's a good show. But I mean, Cabin in the Woods, Bad Times at, at the Royale, that's yeah, that's yeah, good yeah. enough that I'm going to see whatever he makes next. Uh and then all he right. wrote he wrote uh he wrote The Cabin in the Woods. And he wrote mm-hmm. Bad Time, so he wrote and directed. So he's a talented writer. He wrote World War Z, The Martian, The Defenders. He wrote 39 episodes for Daredevil in uh, on Netflix. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, Sinister Six that uh, Sony's going to do. He's, he's writing that. So he's such a talented writer that that's where he's busy most of the time. But I hope he makes another movie soon because I really like his directing skills. So... All right, just just keep that in mind next time. Like maybe you'll see a pattern. Be oh, like, oh yeah. shit, I really like this person. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, any closing remarks you guys got? I'm good. Yeah, I think that's a well, man. Yeah, right, you guys Same. did a great job, and I love you all. Invaders at gmail.com. Remember, if you're a sports fan, check out Invader Sports on all all platforms, just like Invaders is. And everybody have a good week. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, man. You too. Thanks. Oh, thank you.